0: Hello, everybody! Happy Saturday. This is your host D Crow. We're on D Crow Chronicles. I'm here with my lovely, beautiful wife,
1: Mama Jen.
0: And today we're covering, uh, we're discussing intimacy, uh, staying, how to keep
1: intimate
0: intimacy alive in our marriage, uh, as well as intimacy period in general. So, uh, yeah, because first,
1: we're we're getting ready to be on 31 years. So. Yeah. those that are
0: just listening well i was going to say um before we get into it please follow uh, if you want to send a message by all means please do so Uh, like follow rate you know rate us and give us a review you know give us a review and tell us what you think about you know what we're putting out and how we can better serve you as well as uh you helping us out so all right therefore we're on the subject of keeping uh, intimacy alive within our marriage and so we read the scriptures i guess i could read them again right why not psalm 89 verse 1 and 2 i will sing of the lord's unfailing love forever young and old will hear of your faithfulness verse 2 your unfailing love will last forever Your faithfulness is as enduring as the heavens. Amen. So the words of Psalm 89 verse 2, praise God for his love and faithfulness in keeping his covenant with us, his people. They also serve as an ideal that married couples can aspire to. The love and faithfulness described in this verse is instrumental for living a, a better life in the marriage. Without it, spouses tend to go their separate ways and that affects everyone in the family, no matter who it is. Parents as well, you know. Even if it's amongst children, especially the youngest ones. When spouses neglect their own love relationship, either intentionally or unintentionally, they do show to the detriment of. They do so to the detriment of their children. Research clearly shows that the effect of divorce on a child is de- devastating. Divorces normally do not occur on the spur of the moment. They're preceded by months, and sometimes years even, of neglecting the marital relationship, lack of communication, or whatnot. Therefore, for the conscientious parent, there's nothing more important than rekindling or keeping alive an intimate relationship with his or her spouse. The antidote, though, to a divorce is to stop the process of drifting apart. Choosing to work together towards uh, better intimacy rather than turning away from one another. To choose to commit each other in your relationships as well as for your family. Make your marriage a priority. Making marriage a priority. And you will please yourselves, your children, and most importantly, almighty God. Woo! Amen.
1: Okay, so I have a question for you.
0: All right. What's the question?
1: Talk about how divorce has had an effect on you.
0: Ooh. Oh. Um, when I was younger, I had the opportunity of going through a divorce with my parents. Well, let me backtrack. I had been away from home. I, you know, let's just say that I was. It wasn't intentional. I was gone. It's a story uh, for another time. Yeah, I was, I was in. Yeah, when I was a teenager, I was in state school. That's what used to be called Texas Youth Commission. I was, you know, locked up as a juvenile. So I'm just gonna put that out there. Again, that's a different story. So set that aside. But while I was there, you know, I was getting letters or whatever, talking to my parents uh, from time to time. And I was there for a while. So when I finally came home, uh, my mom had went to the airport with. I remember with my uncle couple of my uncles and my brother and so they picked me up and you know I was like asking for my dad like hey where's my dad Where's that you know oh he's at home you know my mom says and and bear with me guys I'm not saying this to to degrade my mother I love my mother very much God rest her soul she's no longer among the living here but she's living a lot better so uh, anyhow um, yes I came home and then we're driving home from the airport and I remember driving down the street you know that would the way we could take the turn towards you know our home and I remember my mom was just driving she just kept going straight and I was like mom I was right there where are you going she's like oh we moved I was like we moved and I'm thinking what the I'm looking at my brother and my brother didn't say nothing he just, just stayed quiet and so we get into Alamo Heights. It's an apartment complex that my mom had excuse me got there and so she parks and I was like, wait a minute, I have to process this, you know. I was like, I'll go inside in a minute. My mom gets out the car and she's walking to the apartment and some guy walks out. Goes up to my mom, gives her a hug, and I was like, What? That's how I found out about my parents on the verge of being divorced. And yeah, so I'm not even gonna talk about what me and my brother discussed concerning that when we saw that, but even that is another story. So uh, yes, I was a little heartbroken. And to be honest, I was upset with my mom at the time because of it, you know, cause she never said a word of it to me. So was divorce devastating? Yes. You know, I went to, we went to a court and my dad was like hoping after everything had happened that I would have wanted to go with my mom but I chose to rather stay with my dad out of anger towards my mom because I was so upset and I was so hurt by her decision to be with this you know this guy that she chose to be with and it drove a big wedge between me and my mom for a time um like I said I was upset I didn't really stay much at home because of it I was always out on the streets and you know getting into things and trouble as a result of it so it really had an impact on me it made actually it made me think like did my mom really care about me did you know was it something I had done you know so it really Mm -hmm. made me question about my relationship between her as well as my Mm -hmm. father so yeah it really had a but it placed a distorted view in my heart and in my life as a result of it. And so I spent a lot of days questioning whether it was my fault. And even though my mom and my dad had said over time that they had, you know, uh, it, it had nothing to do with me. It was between them. And I didn't understand that because, again, you have to consider the fact that I was never told this for at least over a year while I was gone. And so, yeah it's pretty harsh and so this is why i say yeah divorce can have a terrible effect on somebody's life especially for a kid as well as and it doesn't just mean for me as a as a child of my parents that can also pertain to somebody within your family whether it's a brother or a sister that Impacts your family, whether you like it or not, whether you choose to believe that or not, it affects your family in one way or another. Anybody you're close to. Yeah, and that's something that a person has to live with for the rest of their life as a result of that decision. So, there's that.
1: Well, and for me, I mean, you can find out a little bit of, of my past. I won't go into too much detail because I did the Father's Day for my three dads that are no longer here. Um, But I do want to say a little of the effects it had on me for people that may not understand. Maybe you've had both of your parents all the time. Well, I had multiple, multiple um, step parents and step siblings along the way. And so that was really hard for me with attachments. But I think the biggest one that affected me in the beginning was, of course, you know, for me, I didn't remember any time with my dad, He, him and my mom divorced when I was little and my mom remarried when I was three, I mean like when I say little I mean like a toddler, like I was really small so I don't remember them together, I've seen some pictures, they didn't look too happy in the pictures, but for me that looked, I don't know, and it, you know siblings aren't always nice to each other, it affected both of us, but I felt like I was the reason they split up, I was the baby they they were fine why sean was four years older than me so you know and so i grew for many many years i blame myself because i thought it was because of me they split up and then the second i mean with my stepfather calvin uh he was there for four years so i remember those four years well because he taught me a lot of things i learned how to fish um he even let me sit in his lap and steer his his vehicle like you know he was he just was really involved with me and my brother um, and so when they divorced that was really hard on me because to me that was their you know the first divorce i had been through because uh, my dad you know I didn't remember I just visited my dad and, and things of that sort and then you know there was some other my mom was engaged to be married and something happened with that it fell through we were supposed to get a new house um, and then. Um, there were some other people she dated along the way, but then there was the second stepfather, and my mom and and him had twins um, together. So I have sisters from that marriage. And so the mixed family I had uh, my dad was married twice again. my mom was married twice again, and they both, you know were with no. other people as well. So I had all these people in and out of my life as as a child. and so when I got with my husband I I felt really lonely I felt like people didn't care about me because all the people came in and out of my life and there was just nobody there anymore and so it it, it made me as a child really lonely it made my brother and and, uh, me and him we weren't real close in the beginning but as teenagers we started getting close but then I left home right after I turned 15 so it didn't leave time for me and my brother to grow uh, real close later on in teenage years because I was already I was, me and him moved out when the, before the twins were born. But we'll move on to the next question. So that's just a, a little bit of what effect it had on, on us as coming from divorced families. Um, and it does still affect me today as an adult, but what kind of priority do you put on a marriage?
0: Me? Uh, well, considering my past uh, and, you know, from everybody that knows me, probably would have never thought that I would have been one to cling to, or even want to cling to, or even stay connected in marriage, for that matter. It was, you know, I was always out in the streets uh, trying to meet with people and stuff before, of course, before I met you, before we got married. So it was, and you know, when uh, my parents got divorced, I dealt with, depression, as I mentioned, you know, in the previous episodes, uh, and that had an effect on me too, so that kind of intensified my depression as well, as, you know, was so used to growing up and seeing my mom and dad being all lovey-dovey and hugging each other and kissing each other, doing the things that, you know, that we ourselves, you know, love to do today, as well as have that uh, covenant under the eyes of God in our marriage to be that influence to our children. And as well as recognizing the importance of courtship, which is something that the world is appalled by. You know, that nobody, nobody cares too much about marriage. Nobody cares too much about courtship. Nobody, everybody is just, it's more about self-gratification. You know, just having sex and, you know, pleasure marriage is more than that intimacy is so much more than just sex guys it's about sharing your heart with one another it's about being compassionate and understanding of each other's disagreements and dislikes as well as your likes and doing things that your spouse may like that you may not like to do you know and i know that may be hard for somebody you know especially if they grew up in a house where they saw Maybe one parent or single parent or both parents were so selfish. They didn't, you know, they didn't give uh, support and help to their spouse. And so it's no wonder that a child would grow up in that direction, going down that road, not looking so, you know, uh, careful at marriage and being considerate of marriage and seeing it as important or even a thought in the back of their mind for that it was it's more how many people could I be with and so uh, marriage is very important for me because I love my wife I love you I love our children and uh, I know I felt before but I don't want to do that no more I want to spend the rest of my life Trying to support my, my wife and letting her know how much I love her from the rest of my life, the rest of my days.
1: And that was kind of what I was going to key in on. As some of our listeners may not know, was it like that in the beginning for you? Was holding on to the marriage important? Because the beginning years are hard, guys. The beginning of a relationship with someone is very hard. And so would you would you state that that was important to you after your experience with divorce yourself? Uh,
0: No. No, it wasn't, especially since, you know, I seen a lot of uh, things that my mom and dad had went through, you know, they, they didn't always get along, you know, they were still human, they had their arguments and fights and stuff, but for me, it was like, well, that was the norm, and, and I never thought that it would lead to that, though, I never thought that it would lead to them separating and being, and divorce of all things, like, that's the worst thing of all, and just like, man, what happened? And you hear people say today, well, you have two different families and you have two Christmases and I could care less about the Christmases. I care yeah. more about my family, about my mom and my dad being together. Who cares about that stuff? But yeah. not everybody thinks like me either. No. So,
1: and, and for me, it was real simple. As growing up in the fashion I did. I think that's why I had such a solid grounding. One, I definitely was going to to church and learning about the importance of marriage and when you make a vow, keeping it. And so for me in those moments when you didn't, when you talked about possibly leaving or things of that sort, I just wasn't having it because the way I grew up with stepbrothers and stepsisters and then never saw them again, those are, that's hard on a kid to have relationships and then they're just gone with no explanation usually because the parents aren't thinking necessarily how hard it's affecting the children. And for me, I didn't want to make my mom feel worse and express to her as a kid how bad I was feeling. And so, or how hard it was for me. And so I didn't tell her, she didn't know. um, And if she did know, I didn't know she knew. But those were hard events for me. So um, we had a child right away, like right before our first year anniversary. Um, We'd already had our first daughter. And so for me, like, I didn't want that for, for our children. I would, I would deal with whatever is going on, but I definitely wasn't letting him leave because he was mine forever. That's how I looked at it, that's how I still look at it, and, and, uh, and I fought hard for it. And that's the question is, if, if you are having difficulties, are you fighting hard for it? Because with all the stuff we've been through, we're, we're kicking stronger now than we were before. So are you willing to sacrifice whatever's going on in your mind and heart against the person you're in the relationship with? Or are you just ready to give up? Because you're going to find the same problems in another relationship. No relationship is going to go without arguing. And if it does, then it's not a relationship. Because even us with our kids, we disagree on things with friends you disagree with things with co-workers you disagree with things that's there it's gonna be there but are you willing to fight for the sanctity of the vows that you make to that person you're marrying and in society today they don't look at the consequences as much behind behind what happens behind divorce and so with that mentioned, I got another question for you okay Shoot. Um, how, how can how can we as a couple grow more towards each other through intimacy and i know you named a few things earlier but maybe you can break it down a little more simply real quick for our listeners. It's just
0: standing first and foremost on the covenant that we made under god that you know marriage isn't just a piece of paper like some people say oh it's just a piece of paper no it's not if you know if it's a piece i can't hug a piece of paper i can't kiss a piece of paper i can't be intimate with that piece of paper yeah. It's my wife. It's, it's another human being. Yes. Yeah. And it's 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 a statement to the world that this is who I choose to stay with and be with. Like it mm-hmm. says in you know in marriage in life, uh, what is it the the vows. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> death do its part, you know. Yeah. I mean no matter that's, what,
1: rich, poor, sickness, yes. health uh, forsaking each other forsaking ourselves for the other person I guess is how I want to say it um, the vows and I know not everybody did their vows the same way we did but you did state some yeah. kind of vow to come into a contract and an agreement of marriage and when you do that I mean I saw a good example on fireproof where they glued a salt pepper shaker together Oh yeah. now take them apart when you rip them apart they're going to fall apart right. it's no different in a, in a marriage things may get better for you down the line but there's still a lot of junk left behind that people deal with and it, no. you know I, I'm already in my 40s and I still have that lonely feeling sometimes because of what I went through as a child and I'm not blaming my mom or anybody else because we can we
0: can do it on our own yeah, yeah. you so, man I like that yeah. you mentioned uh, the movie Fireproof um, yeah because if you remember when the guy's talking to uh, uh, Ken, uh, Kirk Cameron he's telling him well I mean I can't yeah. remember the name of
1: of the character. In, yeah,
0: and in, in the movie. Anyhow, he tells him um why is it that you're how is it that you're willing to go ahead you know
1: straight into a fire straight into
0: a fire in a house of the fire for a complete stranger, but mm. you're not willing to do the same for your own marriage, your spouse. And that's yeah. that's a that's a tough statement, man. You think mm. about it, that guy got upset yeah in the movie. I mean I know it's just a movie, but still stuff like that does happen. So why is it that a person would be so willing to go the distance for the sake of getting money and providing, and you hear people say it too. I've heard people say, "Well, at least I provide for my family. You know, I'm doing all this stuff for my family." But how much time are you spending with your family? How much yeah. time are you devoting to spending quality time with your wife, as well as your children? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so as well as recognizing, hey, we have to set, you know, times and certain standards because, especially for in our case, we have so many children, 19 guys, so. Yeah, it's pretty hard to stretch ourselves with 19 children, You okay? You know, if I try to give personal time to each and every individual child, man, I'd be exhausted by the end of the day. Not to say that I don't try sometimes, but it, it gets, it's rough. So, but standing on your vows, choosing to love the person that you've given your heart to. That you
1: who, chose in the beginning. And who
0: knows you. And who better, why would I wanna go and try to impress somebody else and and paint uh, this perfect picture of a person such as myself that really I know under the radar, I'm really not that of a good person. I'm not that, you know, and so why would I wanna do that and start to build something up with somebody else when I already have that at home with somebody who knows me? And if we work together, man, there's nothing that can break that bind. Just think about that.
1: We are so much stronger together. Yes, indeed. Well, I'd like to, I'd like to end uh, in, in praying for us and the listeners, if that's okay. Oh, okay. Um. Well, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord, that you are in our relationships and you help us see where we need to change sometimes. Um. Forgive us, Lord, where we have fell and not been there for each other in our relationships. Please help us, Lord, all of us, uh, the listeners, as well as us, to grow and be willing to endure through hard circumstances in our relationships. Help us to cleave to each other instead of push each other away. Uh, Help us to study our spouses to understand what it is they need so that we can meet each other's needs. Thank you, Lord, for, for your love and your examples. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. All right. Well, thanks again, guys, for listening. This is Decrow Crow. Uh, Decrow Crow Chronicles. And
1: Mama Jen saying, have a blessed day.